Friday Sports Show. Welcome back to the Friday Sports Show 627 Rugby Now and we're taking a look at Premier 2 focus tonight very much on the four border sides in Premier 2 and of course a tasty border derby ended in a win for Gala over Kelso last weekend Peter Palapoy joins me in the studio to look at Gala's uh, first opening couple of matches because of course they had a border league game as well as their opening fixture in Premier 2 their opponents tomorrow Jed Forrest down at Riverside and Ross Goodfellow is on the line. Gents, uh, first of all, thank you very much for joining us on the, the show this evening. Good evening. Good evening. Now, uh, first first of all, uh, guys, a border derby in Premier 2, you'll be accustomed to these fixtures over the past few years and they, they usually are tasty ties. Of course, last weekend, Peter, I'll come to you first of all, Gala starting the Premier 2 campaign with a win over Kelso, and particularly in that second half, you produced some of the, the rugby, I think, that uh, you, you, you spectators rather would see in patches last season. Uh, one of our massive goals this year is to make sure that we've got the start that we've always wanted and to win our, our first uh, couple of games and you know last last week's game it's uh, you know it's, it was really important to us to win that and that came on the back of a border league win as well so your season started a week before just about every other side with yeah, the yeah. Um, well we, it started when we played um air uh, our preseason uh, you know Every every game from there on, it's it's a must-win situation sort of thing. It's it's good for development of our players and, and right through the park. So it was good. And of course, that result in itself, a win over here, did that set a benchmark then, an expectancy and a level of expectancy going into the season? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, our team is, is very young, and and that kind of win uh, will boost a lot of um, a lot of confidence in, in these young boys and and that's exactly what we wanted to where we wanted to be and to get that win was was a massive boost to their confidence a, a relatively settled pre-season though yeah it was good i mean we could have mm, played a little bit more more pre-season games but i mean a pre-season game against air who won the premiership one last year it's it's more than we could, yeah. we could ever ask. Yeah, it's great, great scalp. Ross, I'll come to you. Uh, Jed Forrest started, of course, with a win away from home last weekend, and I mean that's often the perfect way to start because it, it takes you then into your first home match. Confidence yourself in in, in the squad will be high. And re I know in, in recent times with Jed Forrest, there, there's been issues with a lot of injuries, and that has affected obviously squad selection and uh, availability. But uh, what, what's the situation like just at the moment at River? side have you got a fairly strong squad and is there quite a lot of competition for places the, the competition's uh, pretty decent we've, uh, we could do with some more players down maybe seconds players and uh, but for as for a first squad we've got uh, I mean, it was so difficult to pick a team this week because uh, we've had a boy away on holiday and a couple of boys just were carrying some uh, little injuries and so we've pretty much got nearly a full a full team to pick for tomorrow so it's been hard in selection but if anybody's not producing the goods tomorrow, we've certainly got the subs to, to improve. And that went away from home last weekend, as I say, a, a great way to, to start the campaign because obviously you want to make Riverside Park a, a fortress and a very difficult place for clubs to come. But it, it's always great in a competitive league because there, there's not a great deal between an awful lot of the sides and the borders to win away from home and get points on the board early. Um, I mean... Away from home, we never. The last few seasons, we've never been the best, and bonus points are 
always short to come by, but to go up to Glasgow last week and to actually come away with five points was something that, I mean, that was excellent for the club. Uh, the first half, who didn't play badly, we were playing into the wind, but uh, we missed too many tackles and we just never really got stuck in. And then the second half, it was it was one-way traffic and we probably should have scored some more tries, but to come away with five points is, is just an excellent result. It sets us up for a, for a game against Gala tomorrow. And of course, with league reconstruction such as it is, it's going to make the top four, top five places extremely competitive because whoever finishes in fifth come the end of the the structured season as it is at the moment will be extremely disappointed. Well, you've not really got much time this season. You've pretty much got to hit the ground running because you've got to win your first three or four games or you know you're going to be in the relegation battle come the end of the season. So we're looking for a, for a top four and, and with that start last week, um, we'll get to find out exactly where we are tomorrow against uh, against Gala because again they've they've had a big win against Kelso so um, we'll, if we can get stuck in we'll have to put our tackles in up front but um, we're pretty confident that we can we can uh, we can march them. Well, certainly uh, one man that'll be hoping that uh, it's not uh, a home win tomorrow at Riverside is uh, Opita, who's uh, still with me in the studio. Now, you're hearing there from uh, the, the Jed Forest camp, as, as Ross was saying, the fact of confidence naturally is high winning on the road. But uh, it is going to be an exceptionally competitive league because it, it opens up the possibilities for other clubs that perhaps weren't quite in the championship race last season. As Ross was saying, you you don't want to get off to a bad start. So if two or three clubs get off to a, a good start, that, that those competition for places at top four is going to be very interesting come the midway point. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's a must win. The first, um, Ross was saying, the first couple of games you you have to win those. So tomorrow's uh, game is going to be really really tough, and um, we played them before um, last last season, and it's, it's it's always tough playing against Chir. Uh, so I guess it will come down to a team that make less mistakes and and wanted the most. I mean, in terms of both of you, what what are the, the priorities at the club, your respective clubs? Is it very much first and foremost you're looking for good performance in Premier 2 to get into that top four to then really push for promotion? I would, I would guess that would stand alone in terms of the priorities for good performance in the Cup, the Border League. It's, it's the bread and butter is, is your Premier 2. That's what a lot of people will judge you on. Yeah, um, I mean, top four, really. Uh, but you can't really look far ahead just now. But you have to focus on the, on the game that's that's coming first. So it's taking a game at a time, really. But at the back of our heads, it's it's a top four. Yeah, I would I would imagine Ross that will be much the same down at Riverside. Well, obviously, I mean, you were looking to push for top four. Uh, it's always nice to be involved in the in the final of the Border League at, at the end of the season. But first and foremost, you've you've got to do well in the league. Um, the top four has got to be extremely hard to get in because, I mean, you see a lot of teams are strengthening up and uh, there's that many border derbies as well, which makes it even tougher. But uh, you just have to hope that you can avoid some injuries and, and just see where it takes you. Do you both uh, camps feel fairly refreshed? Ross, I'll come to you first. In terms of your pre-season, it, it feels as if you've had a, a relatively short pre-season, particularly the guys that were heavily involved in the, the Rugby Sevens towards the end of April into May. So you, you haven't had a great deal of time and you also referred earlier on that one or two players are, are still away on holiday. So I suppose it, it, it might take a week or two before you get the, the complete picture in terms of how many players that your coach will actually have to choose from because that you know there are one or two players as you say that maybe just coming back from injury just getting back to full fitness or back from holiday 
our pre-season games were, 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 were poor, to be to be honest. We got beat off a hike and we got beat off a muscle, but, uh, but um, we had boys away on holidays for two weeks and it was 10 to 15 boys away. And uh, But now we're back, I was just, to be honest, I was a bit concerned about the first two or three games because we uh, so many boys had missed pre-season and missed games. But um, we've been training hard, we've been training three nights a week recently and, uh, and on Saturday especially, I thought towards the end of the game we might peter out but we've actually done the opposite and we got stronger and stronger as the game got on and uh, fitness certainly didn't seem to be an issue so boys, uh, they're keeping themselves in pretty good shape and uh, the training's certainly stepped up in the last few weeks and uh, it's good for the, all the boys to be coming back and there, it's hard competition for games uh, there's some good players on the bench tomorrow the seconds have got a good squad now, and uh, there's two or three boys due back, uh, due back for the holidays pretty recently. So it, it just makes for a for a good season, hopefully for the first and the seconds, because you need your seconds to be to be strong as well to keep pushing for places in the first. I guess from a, a selfish point of view, you're always looking for all the border sides to be performing well in whichever division you we're, we're covering, and that's certainly the case. I think this this year, you know, come the end of the season, if if all four border sides are performing well, it's going to certainly make things very competitive. And as Ross referred to, um, Peter, I'll bring bring you in just very uh, finally, the the border derbies are, are going to go a long way to deciding which sides do make. The, perhaps the top four if if in fact you, you may all make the top four then it's going to be exceptionally interesting come the end of the season when a lot will be at stake that'd be ideal um, or for um, Porter's um, club gets in top four that, I mean even though that, that I'm playing for for Carla but you know it's 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 really nice to see uh, uh, Porter get up there and, and compete against the uh, we're competing against uh, big clubs in in Edinburgh and Glasgow, but I mean, that would be very ideal if we all make it to the top four. Yeah, it it, it is going to be very interesting. Uh, finally, Ross, the two Edinburgh sides, of course, Edinburgh Ackies and Stuart Melville, as well as Aberdeen Grammar, and of course, you know quite a bit about Hillhead and and GHA as well. The sides out with the the cities are obviously wanting to to come down and and take a, a something from the the borders visit, but uh, yeah, it does set things up for a, a very interesting season. But uh, Edinburgh Ackies and Stuart Melville, do you think they'll be in the mix come the end of the the campaign for who's going to make it uh, into that uh, battle? For for promotion? I'd be very surprised if, uh, if they weren't in the mix. Uh, that was a big result for Falkirk last week against uh, Stu Mel, I think it was, so they look like they've strengthened up. But, um, it's it's pretty much all about getting your points on the road and letting your home form take care of itself because when you go up to these places, uh, Glasgow and Edinburgh, um, it's, it's difficult to come away with a win. So if you can get your wins away from home, and, uh, and well, obviously you need to win at home, uh, you're going to be up there s- at some point whether you're in the top four, you just have to wait and see. But you've got to win away from home when you can, because points uh, points in Edinburgh and Glasgow are hard to come by. OK, well, thank you very much both for taking the time to join me on the sports show this evening and uh, we wish you all the best. Of course, that's Jed Forrest against Gala at Riverside Park. Stuart McCulloch will be down covering that for Radio Borders, the border derby of the weekend in Premier 2. That's the thoughts of Ross Goodfellow and the Peter Palapoy, the Jed Forrest and Gala representatives on the sports show this evening. In a couple of minutes' time, we'll be previewing Kelso's match at home to Kirkcaldy and also looking at how peoples will fare at home to Falkirk. That's coming up after the break. 
Get ready for the bank holiday weekend with a fresh new wardrobe from Matalan. There's new season ladies' jeans from just £10, saving you £4. There's also printed harem trousers, plus maxi skirts and dresses. Must-haves for this season's layered look. And not forgetting the men. There's mix and match on selected fashion hoodies, polos and joggers. Get two for just £15. Now bring on the bank holiday. Matalan. Buy in store till late or round the clock at matalan.co.uk. Matalan. Expect more. We all want to get more out of life. That's why the new Ford Transit Econetic is the most frugal transit yet, delivering up to 39.2 combined miles per gallon. This allows you to go a further 12% on every tank compared to a standard Transit 280S. So like the new Transit Econetic, this radio ad will last 12% longer than normal, giving us just enough time to make your day a little jollier. Over to the man himself. <laughs> I went to um, a travel agency about my holidays and there was a big poster of a Mallorca. So I, I want to go there, so he pinned me to the wall. Ford, feel the difference. Today's quiz, question one. What did the wolf give Little Red Riding Hood? Quite a scare. <laughs> Bad wolf. Question two. Who gets drivers deals with over 120 insurers? Go compare, go compare. With just a few clicks, save your fondue. Thank your stars that you went to go compare. You will indeed. Last question. What do girl guides demand of Boy Scouts? Be prepared. It's not every day you celebrate an anniversary. And it's not every day you make savings like these. It really has been years of unrivaled customer service and massive savings from Cooperative NGT. And to celebrate, we're taking an extra 10% off our already low summer sale prices. Like the Douglas three-seater sofa, birthday price just $359.99. Or what about the Barcelona faux leather bed frame? Birthday price a sensational $179.99. With a countryside table and four chairs, birthday price an incredible $359.99. And don't forget there's an extra 10% off all carpet ranges and rugs too. You can buy now and pay later, subject to status and there's free local delivery too. But hurry, it's the last weekend of the summer sale at Cooperative NGT Dunstow Hark Selkirk. The Friday Sports Show. Welcome back to the Friday Sports Show, 6.42, continuing our look at Premier 2. Of course, next uh, uh, week we'll uh, be looking at uh, the National Leagues and uh, having some uh, representatives from some of the border sides in the National Leagues. But uh, this week our focus very much on Premier 2. We've just heard from Jed Forrest and Gala, but now it's the turn of Kelso and of Peebles. And uh, from Kelso this evening, we have Bob Monaghan on the phone and uh, Peebles' Jerry McGuinness is in the studio. Chaps, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us this evening You're welcome Now Jerry, I'll come to you first of all we uh, were talking there to uh, Jed and Gala about the, the structure of uh, Premier 2 and the fact that uh, it's going to make the second half of the, the season very interesting. The fact that, like Jed Forrest, Peebles started in the, the manner in which they started last season with a win away from home uh, and the, the manner of the, the victories, well, that'll give you some confidence, I'm sure, because uh, building up some momentum early on and, and trying to stave off injuries and the red card, the, the, the suspension which was rescinded as well that, th th these are going to be important decisions early on in the season for you Definitely, I mean to, to get an, an away win in your first game is, is just a great start uh, a win 
uh, anywhere is, is always welcome but away from home it's even better um, you know, we've, we've got 11 games to, to prove our worth and we've got to finish in those top four uh, to get a chance to uh, play the, the bottom four of Prem 1 and of course David David Payton's back in, in the, the mix uh, yes so to he's speak been tomorrow. selected he, uh, his red card wasn't actually rescinded the official, I haven't seen the, the, the official paperwork from the SRU but they have said that the sending off has been deemed sufficient so basically it, they've kind of backed the referee to a certain extent but said it, it, you know, the, the sending off was, was enough punishment so the red card actually stays on Davy's record but they will put a note of the circumstances of the sending off so we're not 100% happy but we're delighted that, that Davy's available for us uh, this Saturday Gary of course away with the Scotland women's international team on World Cup duty at the moment but uh, I'd imagine he'll be in con- well not necessarily in constant contact but in regular contact with people like yourselves just to, to find out how preparations yes, are going for yeah him. we'll be talking um, he was he, you know he got a chance to look at our, the video of last week's game and uh, um, you know he gives his input and uh, I think he's uh, uh, looking really looking forward to getting back and uh, you know taking control again you're up against Falkirk tomorrow. They, they perhaps surprise result last weekend. Great start for them. Great start for them. Uh, I, I actually watched them the previous week. They came down to play Hoyk YM. I believe uh, the story is they thought they were coming down to play Hoyk. Um, but Hoyk were away to uh, Darlington that weekend. So uh, they, they're a big side and uh, they play to their strengths very much. So well led by uh, Kevin McKenzie at Hooker, who's. Uh, doing his bit for old age pensioners and still playing but uh, he's playing very well and uh, there'll be a real challenge for us tomorrow Bob, I'll come to you now I mean, last weekend would be a bitterly disappointing experience certainly the the, the second half uh, against uh, Gala when you, you had, I think, a 5-0 and then a 10-6 lead to lose in the manner in which you, you did in the end would be disappointing because at, certainly towards the end of last season you were arguably the, the form team in Premier 2 you, you put a fantastic run of form together and you'd be hoping to, to try and carry that through the summer and build from, from that uh, excellent strong finish last season Yeah we, we certainly were, we, we, we put a run together uh, 8 out of 10 games uh, at the end of last season and obviously we're looking to try and continue that this year but uh, there's a couple of factors in there that you know, are really important uh, we had six players, uh, namely Stuart Wallace, uh, sorry, Ian Wallace, Stuart Lang, Stuart Lowry, Ewan Ford and uh, Greg Minto uh, and Phil Hume. Uh, there were six boys that were very much uh, a part of these games last year. And, uh, you know, when you take uh, basically your second row and, and your midfield out of there, uh, it leaves a big hole. And uh, we always knew that there was going to be you know, a, a few problems at the start of this season, and certainly losing that amount of you know talent is is, is going to affect any team. Uh, the Gala game last 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 week, I thought we played really well in the first 30, 35 minutes, and I was actually standing with Colin Playfair, the Gala president, just at half time, and and we were chatting about it, and you know, Colin actually said, you know, we're lucky we're now 15 points down because we missed a lot of goal kicks in that first half. And I think if we'd actually, you know, kicked a few of them, I think it might have been a different game. 
in the end, you know, fair play to Gala, they, they, you know, they ran away with it and uh, scored a few really good tries and played well in the last sort of 20 minutes. We, we kind of faded out of it. But let's see, I think if uh, if we'd put the points on the board in, uh, in that first half, I think it would be a different game. Is that something that you're then thinking again of trying to address? Because perhaps over the years you've never always had a consistent fixed goal, keep, goal kicker over a, a long period of time because in, in a close division as you'd expect something like Premier 2 to be this season, having somebody that can add the extra points in the conversions or perhaps in a tight game, slot over a couple of penalties is very, very important. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I mean, we've had reasonable goal kickers over the year. I mean, Kevin Utterson, uh, who's captain, is, is a very good goal kicker and used to kick for the borders. Uh, we've also got Greg Ponton, who kicked very well last year. But we, we're losing uh, Ewan Ford to Melrose this year. Uh, we've brought in Barry Sutherland from Hoyke. And Barry's got a very, very good track record, the goal kicking. And, you know, he was striking the ball well enough on Saturday, but, you know, they just weren't going over. And it's just a wee confidence thing, and I'm, I'm absolutely certain as soon as, as soon as Barry puts a, a couple of kicks over, uh, he'll be fine. Like, you know, the rest of his game's fine. He just needs a, a wee bit of confidence with a, a couple of kicks early this, this Saturday, and I'm sure he'll be fine. But if you can make a, a start similar to the start at Netherdale last Saturday when you take on uh, Kirkcaldy tomorrow and, and build on an early lead, the point apart, the, the passionate crowd there, that'll give you every chance of being able to turn over Kirkcaldy. Yeah, well, we played well against Kirkcaldy at Kelso last year. We scored a, a few tries against them. And, uh, you know, obviously we're looking to win this game tomorrow and... Uh, it was obviously the start that we were looking for against Gala, but you know, going up to Gala, uh, always a hard place to go. And the following week, we've got to go to Peebles, uh, another really hard place to go. So uh, it comes down to the, you know the old adage that you have to win your home games, and we'll certainly be targeting this 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 game tomorrow. And uh, you know, I thought uh, a lot of our play in the first half an hour last week was really good, really positive, and you know, we looked. Definitely the more dangerous side in the first half, and uh, Mikel Hartley, I, I thought, was outstanding. You know, every time he got the ball, it looked like he, he was going to cause problems, and actually scored one try and, and made another. So uh, with Kevin Arson back in the fold tomorrow, I think the midfield will be very strong, and, and uh, looking for big things for that area tomorrow. OK, well, chaps, thank you very much uh, for taking the time to come in very briefly, uh, Jerry. I mean, Falkirk will, will be uh, a, a tough ask tomorrow to get that uh, first home win, given what what they were to do in the road. You'll uh, certainly be expecting a, a difficult game. We're expecting a really hard match. Uh, we've prepared well for it, and uh, we've a bit of insight from last week. Um, Bruce McNaughton, the previous Kelso uh, people's coach is uh, now the coach at Stu Mel and uh, I spoke with, with Bruce during the week and uh, he gave me some idea of how Falkirk are likely to play but um, the bottom line will be it will it'll really be up to what we do rather than what Falkirk do. OK, well, thank you very much both for taking the time to speak to us on the Friday Sports Show this evening. That's uh, Jerry McGuinness of Peebles and Bob Monaghan from Kelso, of course. Uh, Kelso take on Kirkcaldy, it's Peebles against Falkirk. Ayr take on Melrose and uh, Selkirk are away at West of Scotland in Prem 1, while Barramuir are entertaining Hoyk tomorrow. That's the ties in Premier 1 and 2. And uh, that's it for the moment from me. Davey will be joined... Uh, 
in the, the studio in uh, just a couple of minutes' time as we look at uh, some sporting initiatives uh, to benefit uh, clubs.